What's up, you guys? Welcome to the November 11th edition of the Rotor World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher. Getting ready to go over an eight-game Friday slate, and it's a very weird slate. No Harden. Westbrook's kind of in a bad spot. We'll talk about him a lot. And, yeah, it's just weird. Uh, no AD. It, it, it took a while for me to put some lineups together. We only had four games last night. A ton of teams on the front end of a back-to-back. We'll talk about that. Um, yeah, only four four teams played yesterday. Some pretty good games. Stephen Curry's back. Uh, Denver is a complete mess. I'm sure we'll that'll probably be the focus of the Saturday podcast tomorrow. So come back for that. Um, and yeah, Tariq Black getting <laughs> getting Julius Randle's back. That was probably the the funniest thing of the night. And he was uh, memeing it up. A lot of people doing some stuff. Pretty funny. Alright, so let's get down to this. Very, again, weird slate. We've got four games starting at 7. So we'll have most of the information. There's only one game that's late. And of course, it's going to be the Terry Stotts game. So we'll talk about what the lineup options are for him. Obviously, with no Al Farouk Aminu, there's going to be a lot of value to be had for guys that are still really cheap. So let's get down to this here. We got the Pacers at Philly, a rematch from earlier this week, and overtime game. Uh, we saw Jeff T play really well. We saw Rashawn Holmes put up some numbers um, with defense and boards and stuff, and Robert Covington's playing better. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of good stuff in this game. Minus five for the road Pacers. We got a two fourteen over under. Yeah, a lot of stuff. I mean, Paul George has kind of been play. You like the Phillies at home? Should be close. Uh, I mean, probably one of the most must-plays of the day is, assuming he plays and they don't flip it up here, is Joel Embiid. Uh, front, end of, front, end, front end of a back-to-back for both of these teams. We're going to probably see Embiid get mid-20s, depending if he can keep his fouls down. I think he should be okay. Um, I mean, Miles Turner, is, as good as he is, he's not too big on drawing fouls. We saw Embiid play 25 minutes and. In two of his last three, uh, he got blown out uh, against the Jazz on Monday. So something to, we're looking at about 25, 26 minutes, I think, and that's great. I mean, for a guy who's hanging 40 usage rate, his block rates really come up. Four blocks, and uh, besides that Utah game, uh, he had four blocks in two of his last three. He's shooting threes a ton, 67% from three, uh, with 1.2 makes. Uh, yeah, Philly's defense is in system is definitely yielding some stats. So, yeah, Embiid's probably the strongest play in center, and he'll be really highly owned in DFS. Just still five two. I mean, it's it's tough to avoid that. Uh, I like Rocco. I think he can be uh, able to get it going again. We saw him put up twenty three. Keep in mind, he won't be that good. Uh, one, because he made threes, five and nine, and two, because Embiid wasn't there to soak up the usage, even though Jaleel Okafor is no usage slouch himself. Um, I'm not really feeling Sergio Rodriguez. I do like Teague again. Like I said, he's really cheap. Um, but Kyrie's, Kyrie's cheap too, so that, that's kind of that mid-level range, guys. Um, I think if you have to go down to go to Teague, I think it makes sense. He Sergio Rodriguez can't defend worth a lick, so... Teague's in a, a great spot. All right, so we're going to bring Steve Alexander on. A little out of order, but it's okay. Um, so, yeah, Steve, like I was saying, I, I like Teague for the first game. I like um, I like Rocco. Obviously, I love Embiid. I think he's pretty close to must play. Talked about Rocco, how we had a good game against Indiana the last time. 
But now he's going to have Embiid there. He did make 5-9 and nine from 3, so a little fluky there. So anybody you like or don't like from that first game? Uh, yeah, I'm kind of on Roko tonight just because he's played well in, in three straight games, and I, I don't know that Embiid hurts him, hurts him that much. So I'm kind of on uh, on Roko. And then uh, just because of his cheap salary and the fact he showed a sign of life in the last game, uh, I like Dario a little bit too. Yeah, Dario double double uh, really cleaned up on the glass. Uh, I think he's they're gonna, they have a lot of faith in him, and yeah, he's so cheap. So I like him too. There's a couple guys that I, I looked at instead, uh, and yeah, I actually have him in my favorite lineup too. So I should have mentioned him. All right, so we're gonna move on to the next game. This is a tricky one. We've got Cleveland at Washington minus seven for the Road Cavs, two oh nine over under. Washington's on the front end of a back to back, which is interesting because. John Wall is going to rest either tonight, which is at home, so that seems maybe unlikely. And Bradley Beal, he has that hamstring injury that he kind of just fell funny, stretched out his leg. Um, It sounds like he's okay, no structural damage, but this is is that same leg that had that uh, stress fracture fibia thing. You worry about that kinetic chain with that injury affecting his leg. Like It sounds like he could sit. Um, Yeah, they're really just focused on the potential of referral injuries, I guess, so... Uh, what do you like here for this game? Well, I I don't like the fact <laughs> it's hard to, it's hard to go with that guy that went crazy in his last game, and then you sort of think in your head he's going to go crazy again. It's going to be automatic, but you know, with Wall and Beal both being shaky tonight, I think Otto Porter looks really good. Automatic? He's automatic for me. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I couldn't get Otto in there, and like you said, his ownership's going to be really high. Um, there's a couple guys at small forward. I'm kind of spinning up at small forward tonight, I think. So um, I didn't really consider Porter too much. Uh, I do like Thomas Sanaransky if one or especially if both set out. But yeah, like you said, if both of them are out, then yeah, I think Porter becomes a pretty solid play. They're really talking him up offensively. Even Marquise Morris would be on the board for both of them. Um, that, that was kind of be the two takeaways. But I, I get the sense that Wall's going to play. Um, Cavs wise, I kind of like Kyrie a little bit. He's cheap at seven four. They are from the pregame stuff to this morning. They were talking a lot about slowing down and keeping Wall in front of them and all that. So it won't be a big up tempo game. I don't think they're going to hit that two hundred nine over under, but that's okay. Uh, I think that the Cavs as a team will probably hit a hundred. So not not if, really feeling the run either. If Beal's out, I'm going to play Marcus Thornton too. You love Marcus Thornton. Hey, that's, I, he had a good night the other day. Yeah, I like, uh, I'm about Sanaransky. There's pretty much only three shooting guards I'm considering, and he's one of them. So I, I like him a lot to spend down. Very weird slate um, for me uh, to put lineups together without really anyone in double uh, five digits with the 10000 Like, I have no t- $10,000 guys I want to play tonight. Uh, okay, so we'll move on to where were we? We got Toronto at Charlotte, one ninety eight over under. Charlotte favored by three. Toronto on the front end of a back to back. No Michael Kidd Gilchrist was probable yesterday, but they're going to hold him out. Roy Hibbert's back, and we've got Terrence Ross with a finger injury. Jonas Valanciunas he had a wrap on his leg at morning shoot around. Did not look active. Would guess he's out again. So. Um, Baby Nujera should be in the mix. Uh, he's played really well. They're really talking him up. Uh, and then also with MKG out, it looks like either Marco Bellinelli or Trayvon Graham would get in the mix. Um, not really going to touch either of those guys. Uh, both aren't really great for per minute. Marco's kind of Kyle Korver-esque. Um, and yeah, and Bebe says he has, um, or actually DeRozan said he has a great feel 
for Bebe. So he's on the board, but just Embiid's just such a good value that uh, I didn't really consider anyone else that was cheap. Yeah, I, I don't have any anything from this game. Nothing at all. Not even, um, what about what did, it, did anyone you consider Batum with? I, mean, I played DeRozan, um, but yeah, I mean Batum should be good with no MKG. Mm. And, uh, and I think actually I commit I considered Frank Kaminsky too. So if they're going to slide Marvin over to the three more often, that would open up a lot of minutes for him. And he's played really well. So if you don't want to go with Dario or Rashawn Holmes, I, I think he's probably the my third favorite cheap power forward. Right on. All right, so we got Utah at Orlando. Utah favored by four. Utah's on the front end of a back-to-back. George Hill did not go through shoot-around. He is questionable. Sounds like he's out again. Frank Vogel said there's no lineup change, but they did add just recently that Evan Fournier is going to be questionable with that back injury. Has not looked good. This game is pretty much Fadesville for me. It's the lowest of the bunch for scoring. They both play very slow. Yeah, I didn't really even... I mean, Derek Favors was really the only guy I looked at. Um, We saw Nikola Vucevic play well his last one, but I'm not really feeling it. Uh, I like Gordon Hayward quite a bit. 7,400 seems reasonable for a guy that is as hot as he is. I mean, he's just been killing it. So, I kind of like him, um, but that's not the only thing from this game I'm really, really feeling. Yeah. Um, what about, does Favors do anything for you, too, or no? No, I still, I still kind of have this vision of a crippled old man huh. in yeah. my mind, Favors. Yeah. And I, I just need, I need more time uh, for him to get fully healthy. Yeah, and to your point... Uh, we saw Andrew Wiggins kind of go off. We saw Zach Levine have a good game against them. So wings against that Magic team, it seems like that, that defensive backbone isn't really clicking the way it should. So, yeah, um, Jimmy Butler played kind of okay. Got to the line a lot two games ago for them. But, yeah, so Hayward's on the board. But there's another guy like that's just a little bit more expensive that I like there. Um, okay, so we'll move on to we have... All right, so we have New York at Boston. Boston is favored by 6 217 over-under, both on the front end of a back-to-back. No Crowder, no Horford, so a lot of minutes up for grabs up there. Uh, Avery Bradley's leading the Celtics in rebounding. And then Knicks-wise, we saw the mellow KP stagger, and it worked on Wednesday. They only played, I think it was seven minutes together in the second half, which is about half of usual. Usually they play 14 minutes together in the second half, and it worked. Uh, they both had great games. They're both going to have higher usages, I think. So I like both. Uh, more, more, I like um, Porzingis a lot. Like I almost have Porzingis as a must-play against that smaller front court. Um, I think they're going to have a really tough matchup on him. I could see a, a big game from the Unicorn. And I, I like Melo. Melo's still cheap at 7-7. Seven, seven. So I, he's one of my top five small forwards. Like I, like I said, for him versus Gordon Hayward, I would lean mellow in this matchup um, as Boston just been – they've been so bad on defense. I don't think they're going to be able to fix it just by saying they're going to be able to fix it. It's going to take some time. You know, I love the fact Avery Bradley's leading that team in rebounding. That's hilarious. He's the man. Um, I love Bradley, I really by like, the way. I really like the Boston guards. Uh, in this one, Isaiah and Avery Bradley. And Marcus and then, Smart. Uh, 
I'm with you. Porzingis was really good last game, and uh, Mello, you know, Mello did his thing, and is going to slice up this Boston D tonight too. So I, I like all four of those dudes. Marcus Smart, do anything for you? I do like Marcus Smart. Yeah, he's uh, cheap. I don't have him in my lineup. I played him the last time Boston played, and he, he's really coming on. And uh, I may end up with a lineup or two with him in it before it's over. Yeah, I think if you spend down on point guard, he's probably the best bet. I mean, because Patty Mills is not as intriguing now with John Wallback. Sheldon Mack doesn't really do anything for me now that he's not like really under 4,000. Yeah, it's just... Um, yeah, he's pretty much the the main, the really the only punt. Um, I think Brandon Jennings is an interesting punt. I thought I thought he's played really well. Uh, I think I, I think Smart has gotten better every game he's played. He's been a little bit better in a. I, I just I feel like he's going to be one of those guys. Like a couple weeks from now, we're going to be calling him a must play. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Mac is thirty nine hundred, but still, oh, I'm not really feeling him. That that game is just it's not it's not cool. Uh, okay, we'll move on. We got. Uh, the Clippers and their ridiculous defense are favored by four and a half at OKC, two hundred three over under. The Clippers are on the front end of a back to back, so that scares me a little bit on Blake, just just a tad, uh, enough to not play him. But we should know the information by the time this game starts. Man, you can't. This is the only time all season I'm fading Westbrook. I mean, the Clippers are playing some incredible defense. They're by far leading the NBA in defensive rating. I think at eighty nine point something when. Every other team's like 96 or worse. They're just, you can't play against them. Even though Old Depot's dirt cheap. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm off them. Um, as far as the Clippers, I didn't really look at anyone in this game. I kind of like faded it. There's other games that I liked. But yeah, CP3's in play for sure. If you want to come up from the Teague Irving play, uh, I like him. And if we get Blake in there, I think he's interesting. Um, if you want to spend up there. But I'm not really, and then there's not enough. Va- there's too much value in Embiid for me to play DJ. So everything's kind of just like second tier for me. I couldn't get anyone in there. Well, yeah, your lineup is completely built around uh, Joel Embiid. Yep. And mine was not when I initially did this. So I was kind of, uh, I went with Westbrook. You know, he's one of those guys that to me is matchup proof. Um, but I, I do have concerns because the Clippers' defense is pretty sick. And what they did to Damian Lillard and CJ the other night was downright scary. So, you know, I may rethink uh, my original lineup and maybe fade Westbrook with you. Um, I don't think there's very many times this year we're going to be doing this, but tonight seems as good of a time as any. Um I got to decide if I want to play Boogie or Embiid. Now that's that's the big decision, I guess. Yeah, Boogie's one of one of the pretty much the only two guys I considered at center tonight. So if you're going to play Westbrook, then I think I would be more inclined to play CP3 or even DJ or even Oladipo, who's cheap. I mean, if if they can keep it, Oladipo's five five and he's shooting the ball better. Hasn't been giving you the peripheral stats. Um, I think Steven Adams is a play. So, but yeah, I kind of was off this game because the Clippers' defense is just so damn good. Yeah, it is, and and the more I think about it, the more the more nervous I get about Westbrook. Yeah. All right, so we'll get, sorry, but Westbrook's also due for an explosion. That's true. Uh, he's he's been kind of quiet for about three games, I think, and uh, 
he's due for something crazy to happen, but the chances of it happening against the Clippers are, seem to be pretty slim. Yeah, I mean, it's we haven't seen Westbrook go totally crazy, but he's been pretty good. Uh, he hasn't had a triple-double in this month. Uh, his rebounding numbers are down. His scoring has been was there. It was there on Wednesday in the Make America Great Again game, 36-7-7, but eight turnovers really hurts. His turnovers are 6.2 per game in this month, so that, that's really pulling him down. With only 26 points per game, you want to see Westbrook in the... Like, in October, he was 39 points a game. So, and that's just three games. But, yeah, um, just, it's it's tough, man. People are, I think teams are defending him better, and no team could do that better than the Clippers. Moving on, we got Detroit at San Antonio. Detroit favored by nine. Both teams on the front end of a back-to-back. Tony Parker is going to play. Danny Green's going to rest, at least for now. Uh, man, it's tough to play the non-Kawhi Spurs. They're pretty much being used situationally. Um, Dwayne Dedman is a for real threat on Pau Gasol's minutes. Um, Mark, LaMarcus Aldridge hasn't been great, um, but I'm still playing Kawhi um, pretty much regardless. I, I love Kawhi. Like I've been saying, I think he's a $10,000 kind of a player, and I think he's going to school Marcus Morris and KCP or whoever they put on him, Tobias Harris. Like they, Kawhi is going to, I think Kawhi is a really strong play, the the best. Like he's $1,000 cheaper than LeBron, and I think Kawhi is going to score him out, outscore him outright. Yeah, and and uh, I'm with you. The only spur I would touch right now is Kawhi. And if you're going to fade Westbrook, there's no reason not to have Kawhi in your lineup yep. tonight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I, the first time I faded Westbrook, man, and the the flexibility that I have, and I, and no Harden tonight too. And I haven't faded Harden at all, and the, just the amount of money I have is just very weird. It took me a very long time to put a lineup together that I that I liked. Um, and we'll talk about that at the end. So we'll move on off this game. Uh, what about Drummond? He's been playing a little bit better. Uh, I think this is a decent matchup for him. Um, the Spurs defense ain't what it used to be. They definitely missed Tim Duncan. They're kind of middle of the road. Uh, man, three home losses already after they only had they went 40-1 and one last year. Um, they're just not the same team, man. It's taking some time to gel. Well, and Pau Gasol getting like 13 minutes a game is yeah. just crazy. Yeah, he, uh, he's so, a strange yeah, situation. I, I don't know if it's going to stop Andre Drummond tonight. Yeah, and I think Marcus is maybe just a slow starter. He was really slow last year. People were freaking out. And then he, he really got it going post-break. Um, so, move on, I guess. The last game, interesting game, too. We've got the Kings on the back end of a back-to-back at Blazers. Blazers favored by 6 two eleven over-under. Alfred Camino is out. Now, Terry Stotts, he likes to play the matchups. We all know this. We saw him go bigger against the Clippers, which he always does. We usually see more of an Ed Davis kind of a thing. But they've pretty much shifted their rotation more up Pretty much everyone went up. Like Ed Davis rarely plays power forward. Alfa Rukamino plays straight four. We even see Mo Harkless play a lot of four, especially two games ago. So I get the sense this is going to be a more of a smaller game. So that makes me look at Alan Crabb a lot. It makes me look at Evan Turner a lot. It makes me look at Mo Harkless a little bit. I don't really trust Von Ley in this spot. I don't really trust Myers Leonard in this spot. Uh, I do like Plumley to a degree, but again, against Embiid, I don't really like him. And I like Dame a lot uh, against the Kings defense. I think Dame is probably my favorite play uh, for point guards, especially if I'm since I'm fading Westbrook. Like you said, if you're going to fade Westbrook, I think you, you should definitely be able to get Kawhi and Dame in your lineup. Yeah, and Dame and CJ are going to bounce back that terrible, terrible game the other night. Yeah. So 
I think both of them are strong plays. If you're fading Westbrook, you might have enough money for, for a, you know, both of those guys and a couple other studs, Kawhi and whoever. Um, I'm not going to mess with Collison yet. Um, he's going to take over the starting job at some point, but I'm not ready yet. And uh, I'm going to have a hard time playing Mo Harkless after he let us down uh, on Wednesday. Yeah, I, I'm not too – I think Crabs is the play for me of this group. Uh, I think he's going to be really important for the way they're going to play defense against – um, the Kings, who like to go small. We usually see a lot of Matt Barnes at the four, Rudy Gay at the four. So the small ball lineup should work for Stotts. So, like I said, I think... And then also, Evan Turner is still really cheap. Uh, so he's he's pretty much the hierarchy of the, the punts for me is Crab, Turner, Harkless. But I, Harkless is still a pretty solid play. But I'm spending up at small forward. Um, and just shooting guard, it seems like a really good spot to play Crab. So I like him. And then Dame... Um, Boogie, like I said, the Embiid factor. If Embiid wasn't playing tonight, I probably would have Boogie locked in. Um, playing with a after last night, man, he was not in a good mood uh, with him and Julius Randle, and a uh, really bad loss for them at home on national TV. So uh, you sound like you like Boogie more than me. Yeah, I, I do like Boogie. I like I like the threes he hit last night, but he just disappeared in that second half, and I think. I think I'm going to save money and go with Embiid. Yeah. Jump on your train. The process train? The process. <laughs> All right, <laughs> so let's get to the positions really fast. It, it took me so long to figure this lineup out. Or, yeah, I'll do positions first. Actually, I'll do my lineup first. I like this lineup. Let me know what you think. I got Dame, Irving, Avery Bradley, Crab, Kawhi, Mello, Unicorn, Dario Sarge, and Embiid. Right on the button at 60000 so I like that lineup. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, kind of a little bit of everything. Got a, it's pretty much just one straight, well, two punts, I guess. Dario and Crab, but yeah, it's it's solid. Uh, only like going down from Irving to Teague, I like too. Um, do you have a lineup that you like? Um, right now I've got Lillard and Isaiah Thomas, Avery Bradley, and my man Marcus Thornton. <laughs> uh, assuming Beal is out. Yep. Otto Porter and Kawhi, Porzingis and Embiid, and I need to figure out my other power forward. Nice. Dario, let's get to positions here. Like I said, it's pretty much um, Dame is locked in for me, and then I like Smart as a punt, and then I like Teague and I like Irving. and it's, um, I like Wall a little bit. Yeah, I like uh, Damian Lillard. I think I'm going to go with Marcus Smart. As my other point guard, and then that'll free up enough money for me to run with uh, Kevin Love. So, oh nice, uh, Lillard, smart. Uh, I like Isaiah Thomas a lot tonight. Yeah, I like him too. Um, so he's, I like Irving compared to price wise. Yeah, I mean, there's so many good point guards to choose from. Yeah, uh, but I, I think Lillard is a must play against the Kings. Yeah. And I don't hate Westbrook. And I think if you're in a tournament. Westbrook's ownership, especially like you know a twenty-five dollar tournament or something like that, I think people are going to fade Westbrook a lot. So this it kind of go contrarian style because, like I said, it, it makes sense to rest him. But this is Westbrook; he's one of the most matchup-proof players out there. So we'll see. We'll we'll see if it's the old uh, irresistible force versus the immovable object or whatever. Uh, so 
Shooting guard, like I said, I'm pretty much only looking at three guys. That's Avery Bradley, Thomas Sanaransky, and Alan Crabb. Um, if Beal is out and Wall is out, I'm probably going to play Sanaransky and then figure out where to spend that three grand off Bradley. But I'm kind of got Crabb locked in. And Marcus Thornton is my <laughs> Alan Crabb tonight. Yeah. Uh, uh, if Beal's out, I'm going to play Thornton and see what happens. Uh, I just feel like he's getting hot and... He's gonna shoot a lot. Of, she's gonna shoot it a ton. Yeah. Uh, and Beal's not in there. And then I'm I'm going uh, Avery Brad. So for the Celtics. Yep. So small forward Kawhi, we got locked in. And then I like Melo a lot. I like Mo Harkless if you're gonna spend down. I like Evan Turner to spend down even more. And then Rocco, as much as I think it's a fluke what he did the last time, I still like him at a decent price point. And then also, if Evan Fournier sits, uh, I think Hazon is on the board at 3-5, by the way. Um, it's pretty cheap. Uh, I'm locked into Kawhi, and I'm going auto-porter if Bradley Beal's out. What, uh, Brad, I'm pretty much auto-porter if Wall and Beal are out. I need, I need them both to be down. And then I would definitely play him. I would figure out how to get him in there and, and use the extra money off Melo. Uh, power forward, I got Porzingis locked in, and I, I like Dario. I think Dario's in a good spot. I do like Rashawn Holmes as well, uh, assuming that Okafor does sit, but we're going to need that confirmed for sure. There is a chance they play him in both. We'll see. They're, it sounds like they're going to sit him. Um, but yeah, that, that's kind of it. Um, I like Blake if we get the official word. He's a go. I hate those front end to back-to-backs on guys who had injury-prone seasons. And I like Favors at 5'9". Um, so if I, if I have to go down from Bradley to Sedaransky, I may go up from Dario to Favors. And then I also like Kaminsky a little bit. Uh, I think that they're not going to play Hibbert a lot. He may get minutes at the 5, too, in this matchup. So uh, anybody else you're feeling? I'm jumping on your Chris Stapps Porzingis train, and uh, I've got enough money to play Lillard, Kawhi, and uh, Kevin Love. I, I, I'm thinking about going Kevin Love against... Markeith, uh, that, that could be a nice spot for Love. Yeah, 7-5. It's pretty good value for him for as well as he's been playing. He's been outperforming his price pretty much nightly. Uh, and then center, it starts and ends with the process for me. Um, I High usage rates, man, that's the way to my heart. Uh, so And he's blocking shots now. So i got to play the process. And we didn't we didn't talk about Kelly Olenek, who played a lot. What, 26 minutes in his season debut? So he'll be a big part. If you want to fade the process, which I would not do in cash, I think Olenek's in play as a punt. And then Boogie, of plus course. Embiid, plus Embiid's only 5200 bucks. He's half half the price of Boogie. Yeah. Uh, he'll get at least half the production, and uh, I'm with you. I'm going, I'm going Embiid. Yep. Birds. All right, so we are out of here on that. We'll be back tomorrow for a crazy 11-game Saturday. I don't know what the heck, how we're going to get that into a half an hour, but we'll do it. We're 27 minutes. We did it in under a half an hour. So you guys have a great weekend. Enjoy the games, and thanks for coming on, Steve. Hey, thanks, Dunkin' Donuts, for the parking lot and free Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, Steve, in case you guys didn't recognize, Steve was kind of uh, parking lot pimping like Jay-Z with, uh, with this one. So, yeah, it worked out, though. Happy to have you on. So, you guys, again, uh, thanks again for coming on. Good, great weekend. All right, see you.